Welcome to the Poke Experience. I'm your host, Kevin Smith. And I'm Jack Cormier. And we are here today to talk about the best things in Polk County. Our podcast is typically about things that are going on around the Polk County area. And today we are here with Jason Holman, uh, the owner of Cycle Stop, and uh, Tony Allaire. He is with the Polk County Sheriff's Department and chair of this year's Central Florida Wheels of Steel production. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. (laughs) Fantastic. The Central Florida Wheels of Steel. That's coming up this weekend, right? Yes. Saturday, it's uh, a long, long in the making. Yes. A long time coming. <laughs> second second one. Second yes. year and bigger than last year. Yeah, much bigger. Fantastic. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, well, do you want us to kind of give them the, the background of how you got involved? Because you actually got involved prior to, to me. Yep. I, I got involved. Um, obviously, Sheriff's Office, we, we like to be involved in events in the community. And um, it benefits the Early Learning Coalition here in Polk County. So um, initially, there were some ideas for fundraisers. Last year, we were looking at um, or the Early Learning Coalition was looking for ideas. And I thought about a, a poker run and things like that. And um at the sheriff's office, I, I supervise the traffic unit and the motor unit and uh, anything anything to do with that type of stuff. So um, I was asked to kind of get involved and, and offer some advice to do a poker run. And um, that's when I met Jason. And, um, you know, Jason had this great idea to do an indoor motorcycle show instead. So uh, last year's event um, was our, our premier event, our first time doing it. And it was one day, very successful. Um, we were very proud of the, the product we put out there and, and raised a lot of money for the coalition. Um, so this year we decided to up the um, stakes and uh, double down and we went for a two day event. And okay. we got a bigger room with the um, RP Funding Center and uh, it's indoors and it's, um, and Jason's in the in the field a little more than I, but the only indoor um, show of its size going on in the country that I know of. and. Um, We've uh, this year we've got over 19 invited builders, and, and I'll let Jason talk about that a little more. 19 invited builders, we have 21 different vendors. Um, last year we had 80 some odd competition bikes. We're hoping this year to have at least 100. We've got 10 different classes um, for competition custom built bikes, um, as well as a best in show trophy, a legacy award, uh, sound off competition, a bunch of great raffle prizes. So we're really hoping to. Uh, fill the room and have a great event and a, and a huge safety element right you're going to be giving away bike helmets for for kids to uh you know be safe part of the, the sheriff's initiative on, on safety yeah, yeah obviously that's that's a priority for us here in the community so last year we started the the uh saying ride the right way and uh kind of something the the event's taken on and, and obviously um safety of people in the community is a priority for our sheriff and, and our our agency so we have uh at least the first 100 kids that come to the event will get uh fit for bicycle helmets uh lakeland regional health will be doing that as well as some of our customer um community outreach people at the sheriff's office and will be fitting kids and, and making sure they leave with a helmet so they can ride the right way when they're not at the event wow that's great and, and jason so december 5th and 6th at the um RP Funding Center. I almost called it the Lakeland Center. I go, I'm going back a couple <laughs> you're of days. dating yourself of how long you've been am, in our community. I'm dating myself. I've been here, been around this area for a long time. Uh, but the RP Funding Center, what gave you the idea to do something like this? Well, there's a couple of things that happen. I'm extremely passionate about this. is my family business, and we're three generations strong in this business now. And... Um, there has been a uh, an ebb and flow to the event cycle in my business. And there are some people that really put on some amazing events over the last, I'll say, 30 to 40 years. And those folks have cycled out 
Um, they've aged out of, you know, they've retired and they're not producing those events anymore. Um, there's the general attrition that occurs uh, cyclically in, in my in my industry where things are more popular. There was a gold rush era. I call it from 2000 to 2004, 2005, when Jesse James was on TV and Orange County Choppers was on TV. And uh, everybody, even if they didn't ride a motorcycle, they were interested in it. And they were, you know, you buy a t-shirt at Walmart and a toy and those types of things. So when I was approached, um, I'm, I'm like kind of organically attached to the Polk County Early Learning Coalition, just based on the virtue that my wife works there. And she's been there 10 years now. And so naturally me being the motorcycle guy in, in the crowd, they asked me to come in and, and hear kind of their ideas. And one of their ideas was a poker run. They had had some success in the past. Uh, one of the individuals that, that helps us put this together and is actually the, the anchor for us that's made this work, uh, Debbie Burdett. Uh, she had had some success with a poker run and I told her that I unequivocally wanted nothing to do with that. And there were some reasons, you know, she was really kind of taken aback by that. And the one I thought it was extremely limiting on how much fundraising you could actually do and not really supposed to call it fundraising, but essentially that's, you know, on our end of the things, what Tony and I are, are looking to do is to try to raise awareness and increase, you know, the in, intake of cash uh, for the ELC. And so, I didn't want something that was weather dependent. I didn't want something that was redundant. Uh, there's lots of opportunities for um, motorcycle riders in our community in the Tampa Bay area and Lakeland area and greater Polk County to attend bike nights, poker runs, uh, small little one-off shows. What I wanted to do was create a signature event uh, that, to fill that power vacuum of events that were not occurring anymore in my industry. And I thought, what better place to do it than we have a the RP Funding Center is such a nice venue. And the team there, I didn't even know how great the They're team fantastic. was, but I had been to several events there. You know, both of my daughters graduated there and walked across stage there. Um, I thought, why not create something that's not weather dependent, uh, a signature indoor event, something that uh, a, an organization like the, the ELC could actually benefit from in perpetuity. And so we, when they asked me, well, you don't want to do a poker run. What do you want to do? I said an indoor event. I've wanted to do an indoor event for quite some time. Uh, being from Michigan, indoor events were key for us in the wintertime to try to build business. Right. So in much in the the weather cycle in, in the winter or the summertime, we know that about three o'clock, you can set your watch to the rainstorm that's going to come in. I thought we do it in the summertime. It's air conditioned. It's indoors. You can create a captive audience. People are looking for places to go. And we're so perfectly located in Florida, it's pretty easy to talk someone into coming down here mm -hmm. during that season and bringing your family. And it just, all the things kind of just fell into play. And we wanted to have a family, you know, family friendly. I already knew we had the backing of the sheriff's office once I met Tony. So I thought this is perfect. We have all the key, you know, pieces and parts to really put something, it, it, you know, extremely nice together. Yeah. And it won't be hard this weekend. It's what are you getting? Uh, Two feet of snow in Michigan this weekend. Yeah, something. Yeah, they were supposed yeah. to get a snowstorm today. We left yeah. last night, and we were supposed to. Get oh, you snow. were there. I was there. Oh, last, okay, last ten days. My wife and I were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the cold is coming. So let's talk a little bit about the Early uh, Learning Coalition and, and who do they serve and and what are they the benefits of the Early Learning uh, Coalition here in Polk County. So essentially, um, I'm going to give you my version because my optics are a little bit different. I have kind of like that inside line on it. Mm -hmm. I know, you know that we you know the numbers better than yeah, I yeah right. <laughs> I know we, I know that the ELC serves um, 12,000 students in the community, and they provide free VPK to essentially all students. Uh, they do have some other 
amazing programs. One of the things that I, I constantly gravitate to is they have a nursing program. And so once uh, mothers are financially vetted and they fall into the, the criteria for this program, they're provided a nurse practitioner from the ELC that sees them from in utero to birth to two years old. So they have an advocate that's kind of helping them along the way and providing scaffolding for them. And, and if you look at some of the other things that ELC has done very successfully is they've aligned themselves with some of the strongest stakeholders in the community as well, Lakeland Regional Health, you know, public federal credit union or employees, federal credit union, things like that. Like they make sure, you know, Central Florida Sports and Marketing is another, you know, key stakeholder in the community. We're all trying to make sure that everybody sees the optics of Polk County for what it is. I mean, we're, we're an awesome community. And I know that because we did so much work to try to find the best place to put our family permanently. My wife and I, 10 years ago, when we moved down here, that we're so happy with the choice that we made. Right. So, and it's because of organizations like the ELC Polk and the Polk County Sheriff's Office. And, and, and the community so great. Can't forget Geico. I mean, Geico stepped up for a second year. to Yeah. Right. So There's your sponsor, right? They're yeah. They're, sponsors, they're our Geico. signature sponsor. And so, that's, that's and awesome. they don't just, they don't just like say they're going to participate. They're actually, they show up, they participate, yeah. they kind of add to the, what I, I like to call the measured chaos of the event, you know, because you you plan and plan and plan, right? And then you hope everything goes the way you had a plan. And then a few happy accidents happen along the way. And you have the Geico Gecko there. And you find out that people that work for Geico that are there as volunteers for the weekend are actually interested in what you're doing. And so they get involved and you mm-hmm. get them on stage and they're presenting awards. And, you know, everyone that lives in this community has the opportunity to be a community stakeholder. And that's the one thing I want everyone to take away from this is we wanted a family friendly, fun, safe event. Mm-hmm. And we've just we've been overwhelmed with the amount of people that have participated in this. That's great. It's great. It sounds like it's going to be a fantastic event coming up next weekend or this coming weekend, uh, December 5th and 6th. One of the things that I read uh, in prep is that you're going to kick off this year's event with a ride for uh, a fallen officer, uh, Paul Dunn. We are, yes. Yeah, Paul Dunn was a uh, Lakeland police officer assigned to the motor unit, um, and he lost his life earlier this year uh, on duty. So we've uh, teamed with Lakeland Police Department, and we're going to have a memorial ride in Paul's honor. Um, this, this community is so great. There's been so many different things going on for him um, and for his family. And um, we just thought what a great way to kick off an event in the city that he worked, uh, in the county where he worked, um, then in his honor. So um, at 9 a.m. on Saturday the 5th, um, they're going to be rallying up at Munn Park and um, Lakeland Police will be there and then Polk County Sheriff's Office bikes will be there. And we have a bunch of actually one of the um, great parts of last year was we had a law enforcement motor display and we had all the motor units from around the uh, county there. So they'll be there to lead off the ride and they're going to ride and kind of make their way through downtown. I don't know the exact route yet. And they're going to roll into the RP Funding Center to kick off the the show in, in Paul's honor. Yeah, so it brings that extra element of, uh, you know, one of the things that that I was critical of the idea of doing a poker run was that it was dynamic. It wasn't static, right? Um, but this kind of leads into that and kind of creates some excitement around it right. because obviously the optics of that, there's so many people knew about that happening. I mean, you know, when you have an officer, we, we try to act like, I think we try to act like a big city sometimes, but with the amount of people that we have in the greater Lakeland area, you kind of, it's that six degrees of separation where everybody kind of knows somebody who right. knows somebody. And so it, right. it kind of touches right. you a little bit and it's, it hits home. It's kind and of Florida in general too, right? It is yeah. everywhere you go. It does seem like everybody's from somewhere else, you know, and, but Everybody wants to be here. So it's kind of like it's very homogenous and, it, and it's I don't know if you want to be somewhere, 
then you want to kind of be part of the landscape and part of moving forward right it's right. not like some people you always hear the what is the storyline that's in every book and every you know movie on lifetime you know you couldn't move out of this one horse town or something right. you know <laughs> right. everybody kind of moves out of the one horse town and they come down somewhere like lakeland or polk county and we just kind of all homogenize and bring that little little piece of ourselves here but it's a it's an excellent community and so it touches everyone well i, I first want to congratulate you because that was our first lifetime channel quote this is the first one we've had on the yeah, show first one now if you can work in a christmas movie yeah, yeah. i probably can by Hallmark. the yeah those yeah. are all known all the time now yep so let's talk about some of the fun stuff that's going to be going on this weekend the pro builder invitational right so you're going to have a a whole list of things going on and, and something that was made was brought to my attention was the sound off competition. What, what exactly is a sound off competition? So a sound off competition is, um, you know, we talked earlier, I talked earlier about the ebb and flow in, in my industry of things that become, you know, kind of new and then they become important and then they become self-important. And one of the things that has happened is people started out, they wanted audio on their motorcycle so they could listen to music while they ride. And then it was, well, I want a little bit better sound system than what my friend had. And then it was, I want to have the best sound system on the planet. So we've created a competition for individuals that have spent the money, spent the time and are proud to, to kind of show that off. Well, how do you show off a sound off, right? How do you, how do you know that you have the best audio system? So we've built a couple of metrics and without getting into, I don't want to give anything away, but we have a way that we're using a decibel meter, right? But that's only one metric because you have fit and finish clarity, you know, quality of components, and then overall, overall decibels. So if you have just the loudest stereo, but it's not clear, well, then you're not going to score as high as somebody maybe has not quite as loud of a stereo as you are, but it's very clear. And if you didn't do the work to make sure that all the wiring is, you know, done in a professional manner, I mean, we want to raise the stakes. I want to make sure yeah. that everybody understands that um, there are some self-dealing transactions in all of this for myself. And one of them is that I want to have a quality show. I want people to want to come here from across the country and across the world. And uh, I mean that in earnest. And the way you do it is by having some substantive competitions and meaningful things and, and quality judging and thinking about what quality is. And the stakes for people participating with the, the sound off competition, Tunes Intent, which is a vendor up in North Lakeland, up in 98 North. Um, they're actually the sponsor of the sound off competition. And they gave some great raffle prizes um, for the winner of the sound off competition. Yeah. Um, so you're talking prizes that are in over $2,000 in value. Wow. And so we're trying to raise those stakes and trying to raise the the raise awareness is, always, I think, is a little misplaced in in a situation like this. But we are we're trying to make people aware of the fact that hey, I know you live. In, we have builders coming from Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, we have several builders coming from Texas. We have a builder coming from Wisconsin. We have someone coming from uh, two different builders coming from Pennsylvania. So one of the things we sat down last year and said, hey, we want to have this comp. We want to have this show, and everybody was just like, it was kind of foreign to them. I knew we were onto something mm -hmm. when the second year we're getting calls like, hey. How does one get involved in your show? How do I show this? And so the sound off competition is something that we're we're kind of hanging our hat on so that we're filling that void. So that those individuals, my my hope is that this is our first year for the sound off. Next year, people are building a bike specifically for our sound off competition to debut it at our sound off competition to win the prizes that we offer because they're seeing that we are 
partnering with quality vendors and suppliers to make raise those stakes. Right. You right. Know? And bring more people in to, to participate in. Yeah. It. And at the end of the day, what do we say? It's it's heads and beds, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> New and, people to the county. And maybe the casual listener doesn't realize that that the the motorcycle show is really this is rolling art. It this is, yeah, is this is right. a creative palette, not unlike a car, not unlike uh, a piece of marble becoming a statue. It's exactly that, like that. that, that I'll these, tell you, you, you go to our website, uh, cfwheelsofsteel.com, and, and you see some of the pictures from last year. I mean, I'm not, I was never a biker. I've never owned a bike. But after getting involved in this and last year and seeing this stuff, you look at some of these bikes and you're like, I think I need that. Yeah, this you isn't know, a like guy a, with a Sawzall who takes his bike yeah, and he turns I mean, it into a soft amazing. tail. No, this is quality. We wanted to make. We wanted to make. Well, so there's that component. So, and we can get into the the invited builder status thing and what that means. Um, this is this is a this is everybody's show. This right. is a community show. This is not my show. This is not Tony's show. This is. Everyone's show. Everyone that wants to be involved has the opportunity to be a stakeholder. Last year, our mantra was motorcycles as art. Uh, This year, we're pushing the Ride the Right Way initiative a little bit heavier because just like the Polk County Early Learning Coalition is in business and to make sure that early intervention is the best intervention, right? The sooner you get to a, to a, a problem before it becomes one, the easier it is to, to undo that and, and make sure that people are making quality choices. So you know, the Ride the Right Way initiative is to get more people involved in motorcycling, get more people interested in it. And so by creating a space where, like you said, where motorcycles are treated as art, we do homage to the person who put in the blood, sweat and tears. And I want to make sure everyone knows, too, if you have a motorcycle that you're proud of, come and show it. It's $40 to show it and includes your entry fee for two days, which at the gate would be $24 between two days. Now you just paid 18 bucks or or 16 bucks rather to, yeah, you can do math much faster. (laughs) Um, 16 bucks to show your bike. And and you might meet some new friends. You might meet some new people. You might see some stuff from builders across the country that you didn't, Maybe you saw in a magazine or you saw it on Instagram, but you can actually yeah, lay hands got, on it. We've got some and famous bikes somebody. there. I mean, some bikes that are on the covers of magazines all over several. the world. You know, yeah. several and with several that have competed all over the world and been very successful. So there's a lot of cool yeah. stuff to see. We we've 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 done a good enough job that people have taken notice of us. And well, you know, one of the things I've learned as a as a recent bike owner is that it's a community. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's a real community and people are getting together and, and it's, it's common interest and they share a common interest in cycling and, and being safe. And the cost of entry is showing up and being involved and yeah. being engaged and being mindful of other people. And, you know, you you had alluded earlier prior to us coming on here that one of the first things you realize is that how few people pay attention to people that are riding a motorcycle and that's key and so safety is yep. a definite you know learning to ride the right way is an initiative that makes sense whether you're 10 20 or 50 right. i mean yeah. it's it's important it's right important. however if you ride you will notice every other bike on the road when you're driving including the mobility scooter that right. you thought was a bike absolutely uh, yeah. <laughs> yes because you want to see i, I actually else's. saw one of those this past week yeah. and with the little hood on the top yeah right? <laughs> yep. you want to see everyone else's bike because yep. that's part of the fun of it is what have mm-hmm. you done we might have the same bike we might have the same ninja or the same hondo or the same what have you done to it well why did you why did you take the mirrors exactly off? why did you yeah and people start talking or well, windshield you know yep, exactly um 
Um, and he then the modifications lead to, to the art that yep. leads to the... And some people approach it completely from a, from an art standpoint. And I'm I'm all about that. I love the machinery of things. I love the... I'm a, I'm a, I, I like function prior to form. But the form has to be there, too. There has to be some some thought process and making it all work together. Otherwise, it looks like an erector set. You know, everything squared off. Nothing, right. you know, no radiuses and, you know, a lot of nasty hardware hanging out. And I take note of that stuff. You know, in the higher you climb in the the echelon of motorcycling on the side that I'm on, and that's what I bring. I'm the industry guy, you know, and that's yeah. why when about the, the, the invited builder piece, it was this show has gotten large enough now that are the committee members that that make up the operations committee have all kind of we've organically taken on responsibility for the part of the show that's most uh, that we have the, the the most ability to impact in a favorable manner, right? That's awesome. So yeah. we all love the motorcycles as art, mm -hmm. but I'm kind of the builder liaison. I'm kind of the vendor liaison. We want to make sure that vendors make sense. We don't want to have too many of one kind of vendor and not enough of another. We don't want anyone coming in there that sells any weapons. Uh, we don't want anybody coming in that sells something that's not family friendly because this is a family friendly event. Well, tell us about some of the vendors you've got. So uh, we've got, so from a vendor standpoint is we've tried to remain as motorcycle centric as we can. Having said that, when you go to other motorcycle events, one of the things that now that I'm on the promoter side of it or the planning side of it, whichever you prefer to, to what box you place us in now that we're doing this. Um, if you're a cigar vendor at a motorcycle event, it's kind of it's evident that you're a motorcyclist, right? But if you're if you're selling, you know, plastic toe rings at a motorcycle event, it's probably not a good fit. And I've seen things like that, too. Right. I'm saying plastic toe rings. because I've literally seen I don't have anything against somebody who has or wears or sells plastic toe rings. It's not necessarily a good fit. So we're looking for for people that are going to add to the overall betterment of the community. And, you know, there's a community that surrounds this show now. There's people right. that have participated in the Central Florida Wheels of Steel indoor motorcycle show now and for we, two years. And this year we've got a variety and we've got we've got a leather um, got a leather rally leather is going to be there. Mm -hmm. We've got a clothing vendor. Um, we actually just got an inquiry from a jeweler. So we're going to uh, hopefully be adding a jeweler in there. We've got um, who else do we have? We have a cigar company. We have a cigar company. Um, mm -hmm. The Duke's Girl is going to be there. Duke's, yeah, Duke, which is a local restaurant. Duke Mendel, who owns Duke's Brew House. Yep. Okay, yeah. That's kind of yeah. my jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been there yet. Oh, it's a fantastic yeah, place. A we meet place. there every Monday night for our operation committee meeting now that we're getting closer to the showtime. Yep. And it's really just an excuse for me to have wings because my wife, <laughs> every time I eat something that's not healthy or she deems is not healthy, she's like, are you going to have it? So I get to have wings and she doesn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had that same conversation right. last night as I was eating some wings with my wife. Yeah, she's like, here, have a, have a twig with some <laughs> yeah. some fake powdered cheese on it yeah. <laughs> it's not green well if you wait long enough it, it will, will be, be. <laughs> <laughs> so jeff holt is going to be there aka the v twin visionary tell me tell me about jeff holt so jeff jeff holt goes by jeff g holt on instagram and he's actually a very good friend of mine and the reason why we wanted to get him involved is because he is what i consider the arbiter or the archetype for the digital media push right so just like in many other uh economies and other industries print media is starting to wane right well jeff was the editor-in-chief for street chopper magazine and hot bike magazines two of the largest uh, and most they, widely they were distributed yeah, yeah publications yeah. in the world for for nearly 50 years and so um he went to basically in a nutshell, he went to work one day and they decided they weren't going to print magazines anymore. So he was left with a, what do I do? Well, 
he is such a strong member of the community and such a you know a visionary lack of for lack of a better term that he created the between visionary which is a digital media uh platform and so he is the guy that gets the information out to folks and so he and i being friends i said look you do your own events they're some of the best events i've been to they're well attended they're well ran and they're low impact as far as the setup and kind of it's very what i would consider guerrilla marketing right He's able to put an event up in Sturgis in an hour's time that's one of the best attended events in Sturgis. And then within an hour, it's packed up and we're somewhere else. Mm. All right. So he was, to me, with the amount of social media followers he has, I think he's got, what, 50,000 organic followers that are engaged with him on a regular basis. You know, if you have a new product, you get it to him and he does a little product video and he'll test it. And there's all these these things that he does. And I thought, who better Mm -hmm. to to MC our show and to and be the ambassador to get people. We want people to come to just like, you know, central Florida sports marketing. That is, you guys are very much the, the folks that are looking at that optic. Where are people coming to visit us from? How are they getting the information? Well, as far as the motorcycle community, it's worked. You know, we were, Tony and I were kidding over the weekend. I did like a series of videos trying to get, or uh, posts trying to get our Instagram numbers up. And I haven't looked this morning, but I looked last week. We had done something like 140, was it 140, 150? In less. In less than seven days, uh, just growing, just based on the fact that. I think we're up to 530 now. People are, yeah, we're at 531 this morning as far as total followers and how many we've added. We've gained 36 more followers in the last seven days, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's it's quality. These folks mm-hmm. are engaged and right. they're reposting and they're telling their friends about it. Yeah, we, we had so, one post that went out there and I think it was up to like the last thing was reached 1,700 people. It's like, wow, you're reaching 1,700 people around the world. Yeah, you know, right. That, like that, that just want to something. know about our show. Right. So right. 1,700 people, that's a lot of that's a lot of folks, but it's a lot of engagement when you look at somebody's uh, Instagram feed and, and how many things they look at mm-hmm. when they're scrolling through, right? And they're stopping and looking at ours and either reposting yeah. or liking or making a comment. Yeah. And that's and, that's and the motorcycles measure. are rather visual. Yeah. Sure, they you are. Know? Right. So yeah. you're, you're right. scrolling People through your Instagram and you've right. got it there, and you've got a lot of guys are doing a lot of stuff on digital media as far you know. Oh yeah, so I'm thinking like Dan Dan the Fireman and these guys that have these huge digital. Yep presence of replace the magazines. Yep. And so going this route is the wise way to do it. So, yeah. And so, and you know, the quality of the devices that we carry around with us, I mean, you can run, I was showing Tony this morning, you can literally run a television program from a, you know, stitcher program. And you know, that's what I have in here and this, you know, you have a, you can do a two or three camera shot Mm -hmm. and do a whole show, you know? So digital, digital, understanding that digital space, if you're going to do anything, Nowadays, it's it's critical and it's key, and yeah. so we're still we're still fledgling and learning, but we're we're getting. Well, there. And, and this year too, we've got um, Jeff G. Obviously, there hosting the event and emceeing it and all that. And we've got uh, Cycle Source Media coming to town, which is a, a great asset. Yeah. So event. that was one of the things. One of the two happy accidents came out of the situation that we were placed in, of no fault of anybody's, in the spring. Right. We did reschedule the show. The show was originally scheduled for June. We thought that was a great place to kind of earmark it. Kids are out of school. People right. are more places going Summer vacation. will be indoors. Summer yeah. will be indoors. We're not weather dependent. Yada, yada, yada. It goes on and on. Well, then we have to keep moving those chains, right? Will we end up picking December to do it? Well, without any planning, I'll take all the credit in the world for throwing the dart at the wall. But we are the last 
motorcycle event of any substance in the entire country. So it allowed us to book end the entire 2020 motorcycle event year. And as in doing such, we've got Jeff Holt and Curtis Hoffman and Cody Childress. And then Source Media contacts us. How can we get involved? They just built a brand new mobile unit that rivals most news media vans for, you know, like a, a legit, you know, media company. And uh, they broadcast on over nine platforms from their van. And it's amazing. And they're going to be there the entire week weekend doing all of the digital media, all of the video media, all of the things in, you know they're gonna have and they actually have their van right there yeah in the RP the, funding we're gonna put their van in the okay. rp funding center they're gonna have you know field reporters going to every booth talking to people that come in the pedestrians that come in broadcasting on all the platforms facebook instagram youtube all these these places where they get over a million views on everything that they do because they broadcast so consistently mm -hmm. in so many different so many different places and they've been helping us for the last six weeks right. get our get our message out and they're going to come and spend the whole weekend with us and create content for us that will be able to be used for years to come. That's awesome. What a great, great opportunity. It is. For it's, you know, Fantastic. to have people who have the, the kind of means that they have as far as, you know, technology to make that available to us oh, because yeah. of what we're doing in our community and where we're placing ourselves at the end of the year and the happy accident of having more snowbirds down here that a lot of people come down here to ride their right. motorcycles yeah. right. all winter. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to have a really favorable outcome. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in speaking of snow, I hear there's going to be snow. There is. Sanitized snow. Yes. Sure Santa, will. there Sanit will be a, there will be a Santa there on a, on a motorcycle sleigh, uh, for, um, opportunity for kids to get photographed and so you, you've uh, got a whole kids zone set we up do. Right? it's a 20 so by 40 is 20 it? by 40 yeah. 20, 20 by 40, 40 area yep that was there was there was a couple things that i said i absolutely had to have to be involved and then my wife was the one that there she absolutely she's been you know as i said we all have kind of our own little pet projects in this and my wife's pet project is the 20 by 40 kids zone area replete with santa and a commercial grade Snowmaking, snowmaking machine. That <laughs> <laughs> is legit. That's, it is, that's it's, pretty it weighs cool. Like sixty pounds. Wow! And it can produce enough snow to fill up this room. And it's probably cleaner than the snow that really falls. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Also, I, would, I still wouldn't eat it, but non-toxic. But I would need it. That's fantastic. I think that'll be a lot of fun for people to, to come out and see. Um, you know, speaking of bikes and, and all the things that are going on in, in the motorcycle industry and the changes that are going on in the motorcycle industry, is that something that will be kind of addressed during some of the, the seminars? I, I, I've seen where there's going to be like an electric Harley coming out and, and so, some other things. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of all exist in that space. So we're constantly getting, you know, it's, it used to be one of the one of the things with the magazines gone is like, you know, a magazine was there would be an event. The magazine would attend. 45 days later, if you didn't go to that event, you got to read about that event, right? right? Well, everything's so dynamic and fast now, right? So mm -hmm. the information just comes at us nonstop. Yeah. And as soon as somebody has something that's really key, it's really hard for them to hold it back and wait for like a release and all this thing, right. you know, just everything kind of just filters out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. right. So, yeah, I would say that um, one, of the, one of the things that we want to do and that we have so many invited builders that all have their own style and their own skill set is to get each one of those individuals on camera with a microphone on stage and have a good 
conversation with them about what they're doing to move the needle, what they're doing to move the chains, what they're doing that's different than somebody else. And so that's one of the things that happens is things evolve and change so fast nowadays because the information can just get out incredibly, incredibly fast. And, and we've talked so much about um, how this is going to go through. And I, I want to bring the focus back again to uh, the Early Learning Coalition, because that's that's really where the, the beneficiary of this is going to be. Absolutely. Right? And and I think that if people are listening to this and they're, they're like, man, this is all sounds fantastic. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get a couple of tickets to go in. I want them to understand that this is all being done to benefit Polk County kids. Our kids, yep. yes. our community, 100% of the of the proceeds right. go right back into, there is no, I can honestly tell you without, you know, overstepping that there's nobody with their hand out. This yep. is, this is people giving a hand up and, mm -hmm. and lifting up the ELC people that it was very tough to get people to understand, like from my vantage point is like, okay, how do I create stakeholders for this event? that are not in our community and it's easy to say look this benefits local kids and it's real easy for someone to go well i don't live there so i'm worried about the kids that are local to me and we have we've been able to get to the other side of that by creating a quality event that the elc now is kind of in my community for people to know who the early learning coalition of polk county is that don't live in this state and don't live in this county and live on the other side of the country that says a lot yeah, that there's right. there's you know, bikers have been give, have been labeled a lot of things, and one of the things that we like to be labeled with the most is that we're we're good we're good givers, and good givers are good getters. So, you know, I I, I like to kind of exist in that space and yeah. get as many people involved. And you know, well, and we found too. We you know, we obviously get a lot of people from around the country coming that want to get involved, and they're coming because for the selfish reasons, but that's their business. It's it's a motorcycle show. But then they hear what the benefit's for, and then they step up a little further. Right. Um, we actually have four uh, motorcycle helmets that got donated by Bell Helmets. And um, we wanted to, uh, originally we were gonna have a biker build off, but with COVID and stuff that kind of fell through. So we said, well, let's downsize a little bit. Let's get these helmets. So um, we got to, uh, it's, he's on Instagram. He's known as the Mad Artistry. Um, up in Pennsylvania, and he uh, has children, um, special needs, and and this kind of uh, tugged at his heartstrings, and he wanted to get involved. So we shipped the helmets up to him, and he's doing some fantastic artwork on those helmets. They're coming back here, and um, we're going to auction those off, obviously, to benefit the Early Learning Coalition as well. And um, just the other day, one of the uh, one of the builders was. Um, on with Jason and talking and he asked about the helmets and he's like, well, we'll start the bid to $500 a piece. Mm. You yeah. know, so we have a builder that stepped up on four helmets and bid $500 for each helmet. So, yeah. you know, we, we have an auction already starting on that, which is, which is And that's very reasonable for a helmet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Especially, yeah. Especially, especially a custom, custom helmet. A good yeah. helmet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you see the artwork on these and, helmets. And to, to that, to that point, um, we reached out to Bell Helmets, which is one of the most recognizable names in the industry. They're not from Florida. They're not from Lakeland. They're not from Polk County. And we told them what we're doing and they said, how can we help? And so we said, well, this is what we'd like to do. We'd like to have an artist. We'd like to pick an artist that is painting and doing and uh, have them do this and partner with you. And they were like, sure. So we haven't 
laid hands on the helmets. They mailed them directly to the artist. The artist is painting them. We've shared those posts on social media, made sure that everybody um, got the appropriate credit where credit was due. And, and now and for it's Eduardo uh, Dela Cruz, who, who's the mad artist, our mad artistry, and to step up and, and do that. I mean, all his own time, and he's not even going to be able to come to the event. Yeah, he can't you know? come to the he event. can't come in. Yeah, you know, he's a father of four. And yeah. like Tony said, three of his kids are on the spectrum. And so I'm excited to see what those helmets are gonna gonna look like. I mean, that's, again, it's all, at the end of the day, we've gotta make sure that the Polk County Early Learning Coalition is the, the chief beneficiary of all of this this stuff uh, that, that we produce, but everybody's taken a little bit of goodwill away and everybody's right. taken away a, a good feeling right. that they've done something, you know, by participating. Yeah, they're getting involved initially because of what it is, but then they, they give more of themselves because of the cause. Yeah, yeah. we saw that last year. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, bikers are on a, a completely they're on a scale from one end to the other sure. of, of perception of what bikers are. And they are a giving community. Like I said, recently, my wife and I started riding. And you, so you got people like me riding bikes and you've got, you know, people have been riding bikes for their entire lives. And, and so, you know, for have those two groups come together and, and for a good cause here in Polk County, I think is, is a fantastic endeavor. I was going to make sure that we plugged the the fact that you can get tickets ahead of time. Yes, you can. So, so you're going to go, go to the website cfwheelsofsteel.com and purchase the tickets. In you advance. can purchase the tickets in advance. You can yep. get information about being a competitor. And again, this is we have an invitational, uh, but the invitational was so that there we made sure that that we had the highest quality bikes in the professional realm. But I can tell you, you know that there's a lot of individuals that build bikes in their home garage that are every bit as strong and every yep. bit as good and every bit as high quality as some of the some of the professional builders. Talk for a minute about last year's winner, uh, Legacy Award. Was yeah, there. so the one thing that I had mentioned earlier, there's something that was near and dear to me. My father was a custom motorcycle builder and in, in, in car customizer from 1971 to his death in 2018. And so the one thing I requested was that we had some sort of an award that would acknowledge my father and his contribution to our industry, as well as acknowledge somebody who does good work. So we created using part of the model that was in Autorama in Detroit. There's an award called the Riddler Award. You can only win the Riddler Award in Detroit. And people have built cars that upwards of a million dollars just to build the Riddler Award. It's a very coveted prize. There's very few people that have been on it. And there's very few people. There's only a couple of people that have been on it twice. I wanted to create something similar. In the, there isn't anything that exists in the motorcycle community, which is shocking to me. I mean, there's the Grand National Roadster show that you win that, but it's not named after anybody, right? Mm -hmm. There's no award. So I wanted to come up with the Rick Hallman Legacy Award. And, and the way I wanted to structure it was there are no judges. There is no panel. There are no metrics. There are no rubric. We selected an artist to build a trophy. We invited that artist to come to the show and choose what that artist felt was the best in show. Last year's artist was Brian Butera, who is a Lakeland native. Mm -hmm. He is also one of the most decorated motorcycle builders in the last five years. His bikes have been all over the world. Mm -hmm. He came in, he built a, an amazing trophy and selected a young man who happens to be from Sarasota named Kyle Ray Rice, who did a fantastic job building his own motorcycle. He does yep. his own leather work, his own paint, his everything he does. And last year's key was motorcycles is art. And so Brian asked me, you know, hey, kind of, you know, what would your dad look at? And I said, my dad's rule was no part untouched. Okay. So that was the only coaching that I gave. And Brian selected, Brian selected the, the what too. I felt was absolutely the best bike in the building. So 
when you win that award, you have to agree to build the trophy for next year and you have to agree to show up and you have to agree to select and present that trophy to the next person. And the reason why I wanted to do that in perpetuity is so that the artists own that trophy. That is a trophy that is to occupy that space. You have to be selected by your peers and it's not a professional builder's trophy. It is literally the best bike in the building based off of the artist. So if you build a piece of art, it's, and you, you want to present it to somebody. It's just, it's no different than when your child draws something in school and brings it to you and they present it to you. Right. There's, right, yep. there's a level of pride in, in what they did. And so all this goes back to early education and, and kind of the breaking down all of the different political barriers that are, that exist in any judging realm. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's boxing or art or music or anything. So this is one person builds a trophy and, and in their heart, they want to present it to somebody that they felt did right. what they feel represents a custom motorcycle. So I'm hands off on it now. It's named after my father. It's the Rick Hallman Legacy Award. It, it's the best in show. And it was the one thing that I wanted to do uh, for my dad mm-hmm. to recognize the contribution that he made. And so the trophy, the, the new trophy, is it's on our Amazing, Instagram yeah. page. It's bananas yeah i saw it right before i came yeah it's all handcrafted there's casting work on it and there's paint work on it and there's i think there's even some leather work somewhere and now knowing that that you know that was last year's winner and he will hand it to someone who this year that creates a bond between the two it does as well exactly and sort of a brotherhood mm -hmm. of um, that's what i wanted to create i wanted to create a fraternity around the trophy named in my father's likeness and this year we were you know i i'm i'm happy to tell you like so there's a gentleman that passed away two years ago uh, named Arlen Ness, and he is what I consider the godfather of the, of the modern custom motorcycle business. He started in 1969 or 70 professionally and passed away, and his, his family still carries the torch, and they're one of the largest manufacturers of aftermarket componentry. Well, they've stepped in because of the, the nature of the award, and my father actually competed with Arlen Ness, you know, regionally, not at a mm-hmm. national level. My father didn't compete at a national level, but so to have that they've stepped in and, and they wanted a sponsor. So whoever wins this, not only are they going to get the trophy, but they're also going to get a $500 gift card from Arlen Ness family and then Arlen Ness motorcycle company, which just to me substantiates the contribution that my dad did make and kind of solidifies that. And like I said, this, this is not about me. It's about him. And it's about the artistry of motorcycle building and creating a fraternity around that trophy, kind of like the Stanley cup kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. some, right. some, some lore. I think the, it, the way know. it's set up, the way it's designed where you have, thankfully we start, we had Brian Berteri here locally to start it off with yep. um, being such a creative artist and a creative mind himself. So as long as that person puts as much effort into picking a winner each year, um, and that carries on each year, then it's just going to keep on going. And like I think that, by you know? building, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that go into building a trophy of that nature so that somebody is proud to have, you're going to build something that's going to be displayed in somebody else's motorcycle shop. Right. Right. Um, the brevity of that, right. It yeah. just yeah. kind of creates yeah. its own yeah. space and yeah. it kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see where it goes and where it gets taken. Everybody yeah. who walks in and says, where'd you get that? Right. Who built that? Mm-hmm. There's a story behind it. Then that makes right. another connection. I would love Each one's the, unique. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. They're like cabbage patch kids. They're like yeah. these motorcycles. I hope that one day when I'm long gone, that people are still trying to win the Rick award. Like it, it would, that it means something, right. means something to people to win that because of who presented it. It's not like there's no political thing around it. It's not typical best in show is all the judges get together and, you know, in a coffee clutch and, you know, well, let's do that. You know, right. No, this is, this is one individual that built a trophy that wants to present it to another individual based on the work that they did. And so you, you take 
every measurable metric out of it. It's just heart and soul. Yep. What a terrific thing to, to have, but a, a terrific legacy. Yeah, and I don't think we gave enough credit to your shop here. So give us the elevator speech. Of okay, so Cycle Stop USA is a dealership alternative for motorcycle parts and service. We work on everything except for watercraft and snowmobiles. Thank God, because there's right. no snowmobiles <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> there's no snow. <laughs> but um, so we have, uh, we have, you know, factory trained technicians for the big four, you know, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki. Uh, I've been in the Harley business for 18 years professionally. Uh, we have, you know, professional mechanics on staff and we basically can do anything you want to have done with a motorcycle. But think of us as a, de- a dealership alternative. We don't sell bikes. We do pretty much everything else and we, you know, do it cheaper than a dealer would do it. And we're, we're very prideful of that. You know, and we, we're, we're in our 11th year of business. We've, we've finished off, uh, we opened in 2009. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're proud to, to still be located. Yeah. You're in South yeah, Lakeland. We're in South so Lakeland on Creative spot. Drive. We're, so. you know, down, down the road from, um, right off of South Florida. Yep. Right. So there's, there, we're in kind of that little industrial pocket, which I like. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's a yeah, it, we're it coming well. back here. It's like, wow, look at all these things are back stuff. here. And you, yeah, you go through an industrial park and you're like, well, I was looking for something that did that. Yep. someone that did this. Yeah, there's a that. guy that does boats across the street. Yeah, you can fix lawnmowers next door, and yeah. there's a Brazilian jujitsu guy next door, yeah. and there's heating and cooling. There's a little bit of everything on an industrial. I, I love industrial jiu-jitsu parks. Jitsu is a little out of the norm. I wouldn't expect to see right. that back here, but yeah, you never know. Yeah, well, there's yeah. a gym there too. You can feel <laughs> in the morning the, the the heavy power lifters next door. They're slamming that okay. big barbell on the ground, and you can feel your day yeah, yeah. Like, not me <laughs> i lift a cup of coffee that gets a little heavy once in a while <laughs> that's great well tony allaire and jason hallman we really appreciate what you're doing here in polk county and we wish you the best of luck this weekend december 5th and 6th for the central florida wheels of steel and it'll be at the rp funding center yes sir so right. and, and the doors open at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. On, on, on yep. Saturday. Yep, 10 to 7 on Saturday and 10 to 3 on Sunday. That's fantastic. Well, we'd like to thank you again for what you're doing and being part of the best of Polk County and being a great Polk County experience. Thank you thank very you. much.